God is about to pronounce judgment on Babylon and all nations like it. So if you want to hear what evil is going to eventually get, I am about to tell you. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me today as we dive into episode 138 and we pray our way through Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 6 through 8. But before we do that, we are going to open with a bit of worship. Today, we are focusing on the idea that God is just, and the scriptures that we will be in are Job 36.6, which says, He does not keep the wicked alive, but gives justice to the afflicted. And Isaiah 5.16, which says, But the Lord of hosts is exalted in justice, and the holy God shows himself holy in righteousness. So let's pray. Father, we come to you this morning. I come to you this morning sort of, I don't know, I feel like all discombobulated, like everything's kind of up in the air. I, I was working on something and switching to broadcast maybe has thrown me for a loop, or it may be that I was prepping, and so I'm thinking about next week's verses instead of this week's verses. But whatever it is, for me or for those listening, I pray that you would help me focus, help me um, just really pay attention and listen to these verses and to your voice in my heart that would speak to me through these verses. Teach me what you want me to know. Help me to pray what you want me to pray. Have the conversation that you want me to have. This time is yours. And I ask that you would take what I have to offer and turn it into so much more because you can do that. And I, I honor you today for your justice, for that part of your nature that is absolutely just. You do not suffer the wicked forever. And we'll see that in today's verses, that there is, there is a judgment on the wicked. Oh, the verses actually say, you give justice to the afflicted. I'm so grateful to have a God who cares about the oppressed, who cares about the afflicted and the sad and the weeping and the grieving. Those of us walking through difficult times, a God who will bring justice to all situations that we walk through in your perfect timing. You are exalted in justice. You are a holy God who shows himself holy in righteousness. Thank you for being that today. I honor you for your holiness, for your righteousness, for the fact that you are a just God. I so appreciate those things about you, and I, I'm speaking them out loud today, honoring you in public for those attributes, your justice, your holiness, your righteousness. I thank you for being with us this morning and for guiding this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Habakkuk 2 verses six through eight. These verses shift us a little bit. We had been in this question and answer period, and now we're moving into a, a different kind of conversation. Ray Steadman writes this, the rest of chapter two is a picture of how five different forms of pride by which men seek to live are shown to be self-destructive. The man of pride will fall apart but the man of faith has present power to live. Not only will he wind up a victor, but even now he will live by his faith. That is the great lesson of this book. So we come to this series of five, quote, woes. 
woe oracles typically contain the following things. This first, uh, they call it an invective, where it says, woe to. So every one of these in the next five days will we'll start with the, I, the phrase, woe to. Then comes a threat and a criticism. So it's the reason for this denunciation and the threatened judgment. So today, in this case, we understand why the Babylonians deserve what they'll get and what that's going to be. So we'll cover one woe each day over the next series of episodes. I think it's five, I think I said. So another comment on this, uh, Actemeyer writes that the reason the series of woes in Habakkuk 2, 6 through 20 is intended to reinforce the promise given in 2, 4 by showing that those who rely on their own power and not on God cannot sustain their self-contained life or find permanent satisfaction in it. So this first woe refers to the aggressive greed of the Chaldeans and, and all of those that, that they represent, all of those like them. It's this eagerness to enrich himself at the expense of others by conquest of their home countries, making vassals of the nations that they conquer and extorting from them huge contributions of materials and money and men. So in other words, it's bleeding them of their wealth and their resources so that they can be the the most wealthy, the most powerful because of the resources at their disposal. So we find God judging the Chaldeans and anyone like them and telling us what that result will be. That's what we have in verses 2, 6 through 8. Now here's how it reads. Shall not all of these take up their taunt against him with scoffing and riddles for him and say, Woe to him who heaps up what is not his own. For how long? And loads himself with pledges. Will not your debtors suddenly arise and those awake who will make you tremble? Then you will be spoil for them, because you have plundered many nations. All the remnant of the peoples shall plunder you, for the blood of man and violence to the earth, to cities and all who dwell in them. All right, so that's what we have today. Excessive greed and bleeding other people's dry for their own greed. So let's just pray. Father, the first thing I want to bring before you is this idea of it's really easy to look at other people and point fingers and say that nation is doing this and they are evil. But I ask that you would speak to each one of our hearts and help us to realize and repent of any ways that we are doing this in our own lives, of any ways that our greed is driving us to suck other people dry, whether that's financial greed, whether that is emotional greed, whether it's relationship greed or just not having enough of whatever it is, friendships, power, money, influence, just being right. There are so many things that we are greedy to obtain and we are willing to take it from other people. I pray that all of the ways that our heart leans towards that would be evident to us and that we would be repenting of that. All of us deal with pride. All of us. I pray that you would show us where and lead us to repentance. Help us to trust that what you say in this passage, that the Chaldeans were going to meet a fate. They were going to be plundered by other nations more powerful than themselves. What they had done to others was going to come back on their own heads in a bigger way. 
Sometimes we don't see that in our own lives. We feel like the people who are living in this way are thriving and those who don't aren't. But help us to trust that you've got it handled, that the condemnation that you have spoken over evil and over greed and all of the things associated will come to pass at the right time. Help us leave that in your hands and go on with being our own not greedy selves. We honor you today for your sovereignty in deciding those things. When is the right time? And who, who is able to um, be that judgment for someone else? As we take ourselves out of that seat, out of the, the judge and the jury and the people prescribing results from other people's action. Not even sure that's the right way to say it. That sounds more confusing. But take us out of the seat of judge and juror and instead help us to focus on our own hearts before you and let you take care of the rest. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, friends, for joining me today. I so appreciate it. Um, our verses and our passages are a little shorter this this next few weeks, so <laughs> probably, probably the broadcast will be a little shorter, too. Although Monday, I have a longer worship section, and I realize I haven't done that for a while. We haven't sat in worship for a longer period of time for a while, so we might do that on Monday. Anyway, that's an aside. Thank you so much for joining me on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page. If you are watching this and found it helpful, we will be back on Monday with the next Woe to Pray Through. And if you are a podcast listener, subscribing to the show and sharing it with a friend does a real lot of good in getting the word out there about this show and helping others to be able to join with us in prayer. Praying Scripture is brought to you by Grace in the Gravel Road, helping Christian women grow a God-first life in business. And I'm hoping that as we do this a couple of times a week, that you would grow in your prayer life, that you would learn to use Scripture to enrich your prayer life and direct your prayer life. But most of all, my prayer is that you will fall deeper in love with the God who gave us these words that we are speaking. Amen. Amen.